This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. What do you think is the greatest challenge of this century? Not another war or another virus or a nuclear arms race. We're talking about an existential challenge. Our cover story tonight is about ICE, a massive block of ICE that can pose an international security threat. This block of ICE is in Antarctica. It is as high as a six-story building, as big as the American state of Florida. The world calls it the Doomsday Glacier. And this glacier is falling apart. In five years from now, this doomsday glacier will collapse. When that happens, it will unleash chaos. Entire coastlines will be rewritten. Large chunks of territory would disappear in five years, maybe sooner. This is no longer a projection. This is a clear and present danger. Climate change is a security threat, a threat that our leaders do not want to accept. On Gravitas tonight, we'll tell you all about it. The imminent climate doomsday and how we are not prepared for it. First, let's tell you about the source of the problem. It's this glacier in the Antarctic. It's called the Thwaites Glacier, but the world calls it the Doomsday Glacier. The reason is its size. It spans 120 kilometers. Thwaites is like a cork in the bottle. It protects all the glaciers in Western Antarctica. So what happens when you lose the cork? A disaster of epic proportions will unfold. The entire Western Antarctica would disappear, or should I say, is disappearing because this disaster is already work in progress. Scientists have noticed new cracks on the Thwaites. The glacier, the ice on the glacier rather, is eroding. New satellite images show several large diagonal cracks. Warm waters and increasing temperatures are making the ice melt. This glacier is no longer stable and it's too late to try and save it. Experts now believe that the Thwaites will shatter in the next three to five years. The whole of Western Antarctica will then be vulnerable. So what happens when all the ice melts? The global sea levels will rise by three meters. You heard that right, three meters. Do you know what that means? Major cities will go underwater like Miami. It will completely submerge underwater. So will southern Bangladesh and parts of the Netherlands and New York City. Here is what it might look like. What do you think will happen if we do nothing about all of this? Millions of lives and livelihoods will be destroyed. There will be mass displacement, social unrest. Such a massive climate event directly threatens the stability of nation states. And this disaster is coming whether we like it or not, whether we acknowledge it or not. Like I said, it's too late to save the glacier. But we do have time to prepare. We're not completely out of options. We can slow down the melting of ice. For that, we need to bring global warming under control by drastically cutting emissions. And that's where politics comes in. Politics, climate financing, blame games, hypocrisy, and summits and meetings that do not deliver. The latest one was at the United Nations. The UN Security Council discussed a resolution. The pitch was quite simple. Treat climate change as a global security threat. That's what the resolution proposed. It wanted member states to recognize climate change as a global security threat. It said climate change threatens world peace and it could trigger the next wave of global conflicts. So the Security Council must have more powers to deal with these new age threats. What kind of powers? 
The power to sanction countries for wide use of fossil fuels. The power to militarily intervene in conflicts caused by climate change. Well, these would have been significant. 12 out of 15 United Nations Security Council members backed this resolution. 12 out of 15. What about the remaining three? Russia blocked it. India voted against it. And China abstained from voting. So India, Russia and China did not back this resolution. But it's Russia's vote that killed the resolution because Russia is a permanent member of the Security Council. It has a veto power. Well, China does too, but they abstained. Russia used this veto power to scuttle the resolution. Why did it do so? Moscow has given two reasons. One, such powers would politicize the issue of climate change. And two, they would empower the Western world to intervene in domestic issues of other countries which are both fair points. What Moscow's statement did not say, though, was how Russia is benefiting from climate change. It is opening up new shipping routes for Russia in the Arctic, like this one. It's been called the Northern Sea Route. This could be Russia's very own Suez Canal. And here is why. This route dramatically cuts travel time from Asia to Europe. Right now, it takes 25 to 30 days for a ship to travel from Asia to Europe. If the Russian route opens up, the same trip will take around 18 days. All Russia needs right now is for the ice in the Arctic to melt. And that's just one part of the story. The other part is business. There is business opportunity for Russia in the Arctic, apart from the sea route. This region is a massive trove of petroleum and natural gas. It has deposits of minerals like iron ore, zinc and lead. Even precious metals and minerals like gold, diamonds and gemstones. Do you know what could be the total value of all of this? $35 trillion, according to one estimate. $35 trillion, when so much money is at stake, there is almost always a risk of conflict. And it won't be just limited to the Arctic. Climate change promises to upend our world in more ways than one. And that is bound to trigger conflict. Consider this study from 2015. The findings are very interesting. Here is what happens when temperatures go up by just one degree anywhere in the world. Interpersonal conflict goes up. Cases of assault and murder rise by 2.4%. What about conflict between groups like riots? or a civil war, they go up by more than 11%. There is a clear scientific link between conflict and climate. But our world leaders are choosing to still ignore that threat because some of them see short-term gains and some others see climate change as another avenue for politics. Either way, it's a losing strategy, we say.